Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Well, you're not right now, but you will be. Welcome to Britain's favourite video games radio show. We're One Life Left. I'm Steve Curran. I am Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. And we have an exceptional hour of video game radio coming up. Do we? How many features have we got, Steve? We have three. Okay, are they exceptional? Uh, They are exceptional, featuring the return of possibly as many as (laughs) two of your favourite features. Wow. Simon's favourite features or, or... People's favourite features. The listeners. Oh. Simon doesn't like anything. He has no emotions. Bring oh. back Robert Howells. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I do. Never so. heard it before. <laughs> I say it quietly. Um, how are you, Steve? Good week? Yeah, it's been okay. It's uh, been what have you been doing? Exceptional. Well, I went to your birthday party. I had a birthday party. Yeah, thanks for coming. Oh, no worries. Anne wasn't invited. Why was that? We're colleagues rather than friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's that, it's that sort of awkward thing where... You know, you know, I don't, I didn't, I didn't want, yeah, I didn't no, want I, her I'm, to come. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't there. Uh, yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Uh, we had some industry professionals there, didn't we? Charles Cecil. <laughs> he was a blast from the past, wasn't we he? We had two MBEs there, actually, didn't we? We did. Charles Cecil and Miles Jacobson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Smith was there. He was there. Man of Lego Star Wars. David McCarthy, all the way over from Japan. Just for your birthday. Imagine. And also, well, well he's, uh, he's also setting up a European office, I believe. <laughs> what, of David McCarthy Enterprises? <laughs> Long overdue. Uh, yeah, it's a good time, wasn't it? Anne, have you had a good week? Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, it is also my mum's birthday today. Oh. Happy birthday, mum. Happy birthday. What, day, what is the date? Is it the 28th? 28th. Well, you're going to find out in just a second oh, what the date is. I can't is. wait. And, and even the time. Wow. But before we do that, we need to uh, also point out we've got a super special guest in the studio. Oh, yeah. Welcome, Pete Oliver, a PR executive from Namco Bandai. Hello, Pete. Hi. Thanks for having me on the show. Welcome to the show. Cheers. We're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff, Namco Bandai, that sort of thing. But we'll start the show as we always do with Anne's News.
the 28th of November. I'm Anne Scanthbury and this is the news. MP Keith Vaz has gone off on one again about violent video games. Mr Vaz proposed an early day motion to Parliament saying, This House is deeply concerned about the recent release video game Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 in which players engage in gratuitous acts of violence against members of the public. He also claimed that a section in the game resembles the 7-7 London bombings despite the BBFC ruling otherwise. MP and Gamers favourite Tom Watson countered that we are all grown up enough to decide what we want to do. This was great, wasn't it? Do you, do you have the full sort of text of Tom Watson's amendment there? No. <laughs> That's handy. Could you uh, pray see it, maybe? Uh, we're all old enough to decide what we want to do. Yeah, yeah. It's become an annual thing, isn't it? It's become as uh, yeah as uh, as regular as the Call of Duties. Um, Keith Vaz. It's true. Who's who's the Conservative spokesman on this sort of thing? Because Tom Watson always has a go, doesn't he? But does, that's, doesn't he? That's what the, the opposition friend. should be should be doing. They should be taking down the uh, people yeah. in charge. I'd like to know what the Conservatives' policy on uh, on Call of Duty is. How do we find this out then? Call Cameron. Get, get Vasey. Get Vasey. Get Vasey. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, and yesterday uh, on Radio Five Live. Uh, AM uh, station five live. Um, you, you were listening to that. Could well, you listen to it? I was. Yeah, I was just reminding myself um, of the poor broadcast quality and um, yeah, proving that they are the station that hates video games. They uh, were. They um, hosted a debate um, featuring some people, including uh, Fox Matt Lees. Really? Why? He was on Radio 5, yeah, debating it. I forget what show it was. It was Sunday morning sort Can of... Can you be a FOTS and be on Radio 5 Live? Well, he was pro-games. We're pro-games. Radio 5 anti-games, right? Okay. Um, and so they, they... I mean, they were doing what they always do on 5 Live, which is essentially argue with whatever point of view is put in front of them. Uh, so with Matt, they were saying, uh, yeah, you know, but the thing is with these video games is that, they're, you know, they're becoming... You know, people are getting more and more immersed in them and uh, they're becoming more and more realistic. Um, so their point was that games damage them because they're more realistic. Um, at that point, I was listening to it in the bath and I was playing <laughs> Super Mario 3, <laughs> 3D. I was jumping on uh, heads and stuff like that. And, right. uh, yeah, I just thought, well, if you could see me now... <laughs> I, thought, I thought, if you could see me now, I'd probably turn away if I knew. <laughs> but yeah, their, their, um, their point was that we're all fully absorbed in these military shooters and, and simulators and we all want to kill people and... Uh, yeah, not true. Sure. But the thing is, I don't <laughs> understand how we... Like, how can Vazzy get away with just literally stating lies? Literally stating well, lies? Well, saying that, you know, in a scene that very closely resembles the 7-7 bombings. Like, it, it doesn't. And as, and as There are Matt, tubes. Well, there are tubes, but you chase the tube um, through Westminster on a jeep about very closely <laughs> resembles... Like, as far as I'm aware, you don't get on at Luton with bombs strapped to you and I sit there for a bit before deciding to detonate them. I don't It's just... Bareface lies. Sony doesn't want to be left behind when the next generation of consoles is released. Speaking to Eurogamer, Sony's Jim Ryan said it would be undesirable for the next PlayStation to be released significantly later than the competition. With the Wii U out next year and rumours abound that the next box won't be long after, it looks like Sony had better get its skates on. It does look like that. It looks that like does it. does look like I mean, it wasn't really news, was it's it? News. No it's news. No news. Didn't we exclusively confirm mm. that the Xbox is coming out in October next year? Did we? We did last week. Pretty yeah. sure we did that. We did do that, yeah. Did we? Pete, when's the Xbox, next Xbox coming out? I'm going to take it on uh, on your account and say, yeah, next well, October. <laughs> confirm. Confirm third parties. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um... 
Yeah, no, I find that comment a bit odd by Sony, because they were going, yeah, well, you know, it would be undesirable. He's like, well, if only you were in a position to do something about it, Sony. Like, <laughs> do you think that's them doing a little teaser trailer? They're like, it would be very undesirable if it was much later. <laughs> so they're talking about, like, November, maybe? Maybe. October mm. 31st, Halloween. Yeah. Ooh. So it's, uh, well, what did you call the next Xbox? Did you call it that, an Xbox? Yeah. It's why, why would because you do Because it's all don't, I can don't do. Don't endorse that sort of behaviour. I thought we confirmed it was called Loop. Did we? Pete, what's the next PlayStation? Uh, what's the next Xbox called? Uh, loop. Confirmed. <laughs> 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 Whoa. <laughs> I have no idea again. <laughs> Microsoft has denied that Xbox Live accounts have been hacked following a story in The Sun headlined Xbox Cyber Fraud. The company has stated that accounts may have been accessed in unauthorised purchases, mostly a FIFA Ultimate Team Pack made following a phishing scam. A further story in the paper featured complaints about Microsoft's customer services towards those affected by the scam, which Microsoft is investigating. Those crims will do anything to get their hands on anything FIFA-related. Seems to me that the word phishing could be confused with the word fishing (laughs) and that there's a joke to be made there Uh, just just something to think about yeah just something just just you know think on listeners no idea what that joke could be are there any fishing games yes yes what ones get bass an ultimate bass fishing anglers club 3d from namco (laughs) (laughs) whoa we've got the right man in today So, uh, the comments were generally that Microsoft seemed to have got away with this. Well, because aren't they just saying, well, it's not, it's not, it's not us. It's not us. So, uh, the people that, because isn't it just like they got sent emails saying you can get some Yeah, as I understand it, it, I mean, you say get got away with it, but it seems like it actually wasn't their fault. Right, but, um, uh, okay, so when, when... It wasn't a security issue. Okay. So it was people spoofing, pretending to be Microsoft going, Hey, hey, we're hey, Microsoft, buddy. do you Whoa. remember us? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything <laughs> totally <laughs> Xbox with you. <laughs> because it is with us. And we were just wondering, could you send us your password? Yeah. Maybe your credit card details? It'll be fine. You, you know, know when us. we said we'd never ask for your password details? <laughs> well, we, well, we are. Well, we are. We, we forgot what something. We just want to check something. <laughs> anyway, trust us. Give us the details. It'll all be fine. And then right. it I, wasn't. But with this sort of thing, couldn't you work out? Like, where did the FIFA Ultimate packs end up? Did they end up with the people that have been scammed? So do you think that they just put in like their home address? The criminals put in their like... What? Well I just think that this sort of thing must be like, like it must be easy to Traceable, trace. Unless yeah. unless for some reason and, and actually the, cul- the, sus- sus- the chief suspect then would be Electronic Arts if Whoa. you accidentally bought if they made you accidentally buy Phil- FIFA Ultimate Team but it was you that bought it. Okay so you, so you do end up so you we haven't actually it. bought it. You don't want it, but you've ended up with this and yeah. you've paid for it. But that doesn't sound like the sort of scam that it would be, would it? It sounds like they've... Uh, other people have got fit. So yeah. surely they just go, well, who's got loads of FIFA Ultimate? Who's got the most cards on FIFA yeah. Ultimate team? Are you a criminal? Maybe they could look for cards in FIFA of footballers that are named, like, Fish. Oh. <laughs> uh, are there any? I'm, I've been trying to think of one. Right. Isn't there Mark Fish? <laughs> there you yeah, go. He's played for Bolton, I believe. <laughs> We have got the right man in. Indie City, a PC portal for indie games, has set developers a challenge. If 100 games are approved and put in the store by December 31st, all the developers will get either an 80 or 90% revenue share for one month, depending on the game achievement setup. If the number of games hits 500, that percent will go up to a whole 100. We're sure this is good news for someone, but we don't know who. It's good news for Indie City if they get 500 people saying... Yeah. 
come on our store and we'll give you a revenue share of 100% for, for a little while and then we'll take a split. I looked into their usual split. Yeah. It's between 75 and 85%. I mean, it's pretty good. Like A, lot, a big problem with a lot of these uh, so-called indie games mm. is that they can't get the publicity and I guess that's Indie City's sort of uh, play. It's saying, come to us, we'll you yeah. know, group you all together and... Uh, everyone will see your games like Steam, but Steam are quite indie friendly, aren't they? Yeah, and the problem I guess with Indie City doing that is that you go, brilliant, we're going to get 100 percent revenue. Oh bugger, there's a hu- there's 500 games on on, on the on the platform. Yeah, so I don't know, maybe. Mm. Oh, oh, are we entering Indie City? Yeah, we I don't think game. we're a game yet. Mm. Can we set up a rival fishing game? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> with footballers. Yeah, fishing for footballers. No, I've got nothing. (laughs) And finally, the Kinect 2 is going to be pretty creepy. Eurogamer has been told that along with improved motion sensing and voice recognition, it will be able to read your actual lips. So even if you're whispering a massive secret that nobody should know, your Kinect will be nodding along to every word you say. It's also thought future consoles will come with the Kinect 2 built in, so it will be there reading your lips and judging you whether you want it to or not. Welcome to 1984! So, for example, if one of us was to whisper yeah. quietly, so quietly you couldn't hear it on the radio, yeah. when the next Xbox is out... Mm. October. Then your Xbox would repeat... October. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that the Xbox's accent? Yeah. That's, that's really no, interesting. Okay. That, that story suggested much about the way you play video games, though, Anne. Do you, when you're playing on your Xbox, do you often just whisper secrets? <laughs> <laughs> do you? Of course. Do you? Like what? Just like, um, stuff about you guys. Like secrets I've found out about you. I troll the forums, right. find out secrets about you, and then whisper them to my <laughs> to Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. So where is this technology going to lead that? I mean, I like the idea of, you know, as well as it's sort of seeing, like, the next Xbox should just be a massive head. Yes. And, like, like, and then when you whisper your, when it lip reads, it can just sort of shake its head. And go, and go, oh, no, no, that's not true. Well, it would be difficult for John Terry to own an Xbox then, wouldn't it? <gasps> oh. John Terry. <laughs> John, John Terry. Terry. Salmon. No. Salmon Terry. No, it's not because of that, it's because of what he allegedly said on the pitch. One life left video game news with Anne Scantleberry.
One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, a wonderful radio station that broadcasts across London. You can also listen to us on the web. Don't do that, Anne. www.worldwideweb.com. Yes. OneLifeLeft.com. How would you communicate with us via Twitter? Uh, WorldWideWeb.twitter.com <laughs> slash OneLifeLeft. And then, and then when you, well, that's where you can find our site, but you also have to sign in and then at us, at One Life Left. Right. You also have to switch your computer on before yeah. you do any of that. Maybe okay. enter a password if you have one. Just out of interest, I mean, I, 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 I know I said I wouldn't ask for your password, Anne, but what is it? <laughs> Come on, you know Simon, you've known him for ages, you trust him, yeah. he's that guy! Hey. Hey. Simon, yes. Simon, what is that giant rod behind you? <laughs> There's no way to talk to Steve like that. <laughs> talk about Steve like that. Uh, yeah, we'll be coming up to our letters later on. Thank you for your correspondence. But now, Pete. Hello. Pete, you're the second Namco Bandai guest this series. I, I'm assuming you had Leon. Oh, are you, are, you, are you confirming that you didn't listen to him? Um, no, I definitely listened he to was, him. I mean, he was all right. <laughs> How are things with you guys? Yeah, really good. We're, we're very busy at the moment organising our uh, Fight Club event. Right, what's this? So, Fight Club is happening on Friday and Saturday this weekend, and basically it's have, a... Have you just broken the rule of it? Oh, yeah. oh very good. <laughs> <laughs> I've broken the rule. Yeah. Um, so it, basically, it's a collaboration between us and Capcom to bring the fighting game community together just before Christmas and have them all smash each other about nice. various fights. Very oh, festive. That is Very festive. festive. Yeah. Should be good. So, uh, how's how, what's the structure of it? So the the Friday event is a, is a charity event, okay. and we've raised about six thousand pounds for Games Aid so well far. Done, um, which is cool. Thanks. Yeah. And then Saturday is the Consumer Day, Community Day, where anyone is welcome to come down. We've got room for about six hundred people over two sessions. The first one starting at ten, right, until one for three hundred people, and the second one from two till five. Three hundred people fighting. Three hundred people fighting. We'll have tournaments. Is it we'll tops have- off? <laughs> oh, I hope so. <laughs> well, sorry, I, you haven't mentioned where it is. It is at Namco Station right. in Embankment. And you've got some personalities down as well. We do. Who? We have um, Haradasan, the producer of the Tekken series, and we have Onosan, the producer of the Street Fighter series. So they'll be there doing signings, and there might be a mince pie eating contest of some sort. I'm not wow. sure yet. It's to be confirmed. Last time my friends were at Namco Station, there was a personality there too. I was there oh, that who, night. Was it was H it? from Steps? It was yeah. H from Steps. Wow. He, well, rather, his uh, PA told my friends that they had to give H his personal su- his personal space. That's right. Wow. And then H gave them the finger. He did. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> and then those friends turned up as a publicity shot, didn't they? They turned up in... They in, did. In, uh, <laughs> it's not that. It wasn't H giving the finger that was the publicity shot, although it should have been. Oh. <laughs> Where did that picture turn up all over the place. All over the place. It's all over the place. <laughs> anyway, it was a good night. Yeah. Had, by, had by all. <laughs> Pardon me from steps. <laughs> <laughs> so, Friday night, you've got... Um, so, you're, you're going to uh, beat up Capcom, right? We are, yes. We've what? nominated yeah. our, uh, our fighting game champion in-house, Joe Walsh, to take on someone from Capcom. So, is that uh, why Leo Tan ran away? It is. To... It is. It's exactly why. That's incredible. So that he can't be found out. He was giving it all... Friend <laughs> of the show, listeners, who, uh, who used show, to represent... Yeah. Uh, Capcom and was on the show several times. Several times. Even had some fan mail, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> has left the country rather than be in. Yeah, rather than face up 
Interesting. I have it on good authority that Ryan King chased him out of the country with one button on Virtua Fighter, and that's the reason he went to America. So. Ooh. Nice. That was Ryan King. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so you, you've got uh, Tekken X Street Fighter coming out when? Tekken X, we haven't actually announced okay. the Tekken X Street Fighter. What We've colour is it? it? God, no. <laughs> we haven't actually announced when it's coming out. It, we just announced it. Okay. So it's Street Fighter X Second from Capcom up next. Is it going to be before October 2012? Um, I doubt it. I'm not sure. So is it going to be after? It'll be on next box. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, so Tekken X Street Fighter. That's yep. a strange name. It's what does the X stand for? Cross. Is it something rude? No. It's just like cross. Liberty X. <laughs> Is that, is that what the X means? Or B-Star Witched. You can't say that on radio. No. It's oh. interesting. So, so um, I, I only ask because I have a problem with... Uh, I, I have had uh, an embarrassing situation with game names in the past when uh, Ubisoft... I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but Ubisoft released 13 uh, in, in Latin X, I, 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 and I um, asked their PR when 8 was coming out. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I, I, I'm obviously a bit nervous about X's in games and may call it um, Tekken 10 right. Street Fighter, because I know what X yeah. means now. So what, what title are people competing for then on Friday? Uh, on in, industry first? Yep, so on, on Friday there's yeah. like 16 rival matches, okay. and then the winners of each rival match, it's all sort of between publishers and magazines and stuff like that, and it, the winner of each rival match then goes into the 16-man Street Fighter cross Tekken tournament, Right, and the winner gets an absolute shed load of stuff. Cool. I think there's like a PSP Vita, obviously it launches, an Whoa. iPod Touch, what? some fighting stick. It's going to be pretty exciting for the so winner. So my company is entering, and we're going up against those idiots in the <laughs> My former employers, I should say. <laughs> um, I quite enjoyed the trash talking, which you did at MTV. And um, what I didn't do was submit the picture that I took a great deal of time setting up, which <laughs> implied that we were weeing on the Indigo Pearl logo. That isn't trash talking, is it? That's no. trash weeing. It was a double bluff as well, actually, because we were actually weeing. On it. <laughs> <laughs> but we said we were. We said it was um, Orange Lucasade. So, uh, so if we beat them and then all the others, like, is there just like? Then we can win all that stuff. You can, but there's some pretty stiff competition. Huh. So, uh... Simon is pretty stiff. I, I, well, I'm, I, we, <laughs> I, I was going to say that we've got a ringer in, but, um, but we don't. Dan actually works at uh, Premier, and, uh, yeah, he's, he, I th- I'm confident that we'll make past the first round, but, uh... Are you guys coming? Anne and Steve. For, I don't know. For the benefit of radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hadn't planned to come. I'm not very good at fighting. But it's at the Namco station. Yeah. There's bowling instead. There's karaoke. There is karaoke. Oh, oh. Bowling. Yeah. Dodgems. Karaoke. Free arcade games. Free arcade games, yeah. And karaoke. And karaoke. (laughs) (laughs) Prawn Wright Phillips. Oh. I'm Daria, and this is my command mark to con for the week of 19.6. Number 10. Super Mario 3D Land. I think it's time they renamed Mario to Cash Cow. So it's Cash Cow 3D Land. Way. Hey. Number 10, it's Battlefield 3. Number 8, just Dance 3. That was an insight into what goes on in my head. 
Anyway, where were we? Um, number 7. Professor Layton and the Spectroscope. Number 6. WWE 12. Number 8. FIFA 12. Number 4. The Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim. Oh, I genuinely find this upsetting. This game is as close as I'll ever get to living my twisted Lord of the Rings induced fantasy, so please buy it. Number 3. Saints Row the Third. Number 2. Assassin's Creed Revelations. I think it's time to release the crossover game with Ezio and Mario. Bella C. <laughs> Number 18. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. This is pretty much like a Groundhog Day, and I'm pretty sure it'll stay this way for quite a while, so um, get used to it. I'm Daria, and that was my command marker calling you. I love you all. Seriously. Thanks, Daria. Daria's Command Market Economy, our weekly communist roundup of the video game charts. Dirk Trout! Are you Googling football fish jokes? You are, aren't you? (laughs) You actually are. Oh, you loser. Soul Campbell. Oh. What, is there a website for... What website is that? Gareth Barracuda. (laughs) Shut up. Somebody's taken the time out to do this already, have they? Rude mullet. <laughs> okay, you're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, and we've just made a joke about fishing footballers <laughs> that the internet's already made. We were going to use this valuable time on the airwaves, FM, <laughs> for a quick Skyrim, Skyrim update. Skyrim update, because we're not going to talk about that in the review section this year, this week, because I've played a different video game. So hi, Anne. You don't I, play Skyrim. I do not play Skyrim. Do you play Skyrim? I love Skyrim. I'm, I'm not so much playing it as living it. Are and you playing it real life occasionally? So, but what's what's the closest you've come to uh, to bringing your Skyrim actions into the real world? Like we almost, um, I was going to say murdered, <laughs> <laughs> which we, is true. Well, we uh, we thought about no, it, but well, like well, like almost <laughs> we didn't almost. But yeah, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Bad set about video yes, games. Yeah, Radio yeah. 5 were talking about game yeah. transfer theory yeah. over the weekend when I was in the bath listening to Matt Lees, and I thought this is a load of nonsense. Yeah, Baz, yeah, you're right. Not. You're right. Take them all away. <laughs> so, what have you done, Pete? Um, Anything worse? <laughs> no, not worse. Maybe a little bit obscure. Someone accidentally locked the recycling bin in the office, and I instantly thought I could pick that. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> Right. Oh. What did you want that was in it? Uh, no, I just wanted to put things into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, there's just been a few gold Hungry. coins. Yeah, exactly. Exciting times at Namco, yeah. <laughs> Where are you? Uh, what what level are you, Steve? I am now a level 24. Oh, you're, you're 10 levels ahead of me. I think. But I've gone cold turkey. I've stopped. Right. At this point, right now, until next week, I'm not going to play it again. Well... Right, you say next week, why is that? Well, the patch came out today, I I noticed that for PS3, and part of the reason is I was getting increasingly frustrated with the stuttering, I got to a point in the game now where it would only work for an hour or so, uh, you know, maybe two without the frame rate dropping, but I just, for the first time in maybe, uh, you know, 20 years or whatever, it was, so yeah, it was becoming a genuine problem. And I I thought, I need to let this go. And also, I encountered another proper bug. 
um, which I hope's been fixed by the the patch. What was it? It was um, the quest that you get in Solitude, which is I don't think it's a spoiler. You have to return some uh, instruments to people. <laughs> it sounds like all quests. Yeah, <laughs> which but is they, fine. the instruments don't leave your inventory uh, when you uh... complete the quest, which uses up ten valuable or about ten valuable. What's the what's the unit? You sure you don't need to give that somewhere to someone else? No, they they get stuck in the uh, st- they get stuck in your inventory. And also, if you have already found one of the items before you start the quest, then it will not complete. Right. So uh, I I got stuck and I decided I'm going to stop. What are you going to do instead? I don't know. But the great thing is I've now got about eighty hours of free time this week. Wow. Um, no, I'm I'm planning to write an article about it. I see. I know. I've written 4,000 words already. It's basically what? fan fiction. Who's going to publish this? You well, any I, I, assume, I assume no one will, so rock, paper, shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, what level are you in Skyrim? 25. Are you? Mm. And you're still, have you, you're still playing it? You haven't decided to give it up yet? I don't think I can give it up. Mm. I played it for about 12 hours on Saturday, and I've been doing the uh, Dark Brotherhood and Thieves Guild quest lines. I love them. Okay. So I just love going around murdering people. It's great fun. Yeah. Uh, in a game. In a game. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that was actually the point at which I stopped when I, I I've got this kind of like OCD-ish thing about ticking off all the things on my quests. And it said join the Thieves Guild. I thought, well, okay, I'll do that. And then, you know, there's more and more stuff coming up there saying do bad things and I can't do them. And it's annoying me that there's no, there doesn't appear to be an obvious way what? of getting rid of them. Well, it's, it's, it's asking you to do bad things, and you, and, you, and you refuse to do them. But it still says that on the quest list. I'm not saying... I, th- I think if I probably... I could probably fail it by killing the people who gave me the quest, but that seems wrong, too. Oh, this is like a bad so, thing, yeah. Are so, you playing Skyrim with morals? I'm playing... I'm, I'm role-playing um, Ke- uh, Kelly Clarkson what through, Kelly <laughs> through what Kelly Skyrim. Do? Exactly. And, and Kelly she's, wouldn't kill. Well, th- it's understood that Kelly... Is part of the music industry, yeah. and so knows that things that she's not necessarily entirely comfortable with happen. Yeah, but there is a point at which she draws the line, and she draws the line at a lot of the things the thieves guild are asking her to do. Whoa. I mm. think back to the wall. Kelly Clarkson would definitely kill. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, well, you know what? Her new album is very angry, <laughs> uh, but it's mostly angry about men who've done her wrong, not just arbitrarily Argonians hoarding cash or things. How would she respond to people, um, sort of, uh, NPCs going around saying, "Hey Kelly, you smell like a wet dog." <laughs> she'd be she'd be upset. She would right. write a song but about mostly, it. But mostly, she'd be upset. But she'd be worried that the tabloids would find out, and there'd be a wicked whisper thing going. Which American Idol winner smells like spotted a, in Skyrim this week? Like a wet dog. Hey, you've got hairy ears, Kelly. She wouldn't like that. No, she wouldn't like that. That's why she wears a mask. Around. <laughs> she genuinely does. She wears a mask around Skyrim when she's doing things. She doesn't. You know, because obviously there are points at which she wants to be recognised when she's doing heroic things. But when she's just doing her daily alchemy shopping, right. she you know, just puts on a frumpy robe, and goes, <laughs> goes down the shops. She puts on a mask as well. It's very clever. Hasn't been recognised yet. Oh. Good work, Kelly. So, unfortunately, our Skyrim chat um, has basically um, meant that no one's written in. (laughs) She's killed anyone's interest in the show. And those that have written in have uh, asked us about Skyrim. (laughs) That's kind of them, isn't it? Yeah, um... So let's run through these. Uh, Adam Dimitri says, Hey guys, he'd like to recommend that someone try the iPhone game Garage Inc. Um, maybe wait till reviews. 
Yeah, Sorry Adam. Sorry for this one letter. <laughs> it's redundant. Why, thanks for your letter, Adam. Uh, uh, he also wrote in about Daria. He said, Daria should just type video games top ten into Google and read off any number of silly themed lists other others have done while inserting USSR comments in. Good suggestion. Yeah. You've got a quick letter there, Pete, haven't you? Uh, from uh, Richard Stratton, yeah. He says, these questions assume, A, you're still talking about Skyrim, like and you. B, haven't dealt with these points already. Apparently, Steve and Simon like Skyrim. If Bethesda were bothered to make another sequel, what could they do to make it even better? And hmm. what should they never, ever change or remove? Good question. I... Well, if it's a sequel, it has to stay in the same universe. My biggest problem with the whole game is the universe. Is that I don't find the whole D&D thing particularly absorbing. I'm not interested in orcs or goblins or elves or that sort of thing. I would like to see... (laughs) I don't know. I would like to see it in a a slightly less derivative derivative world. You would like to see it based in American Idol, wouldn't you? I'm not saying that. Maybe. You kind of are. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of the planet and potentially other planets, I guess, to explore as well. A lot of worlds. And it's a shame that we're stuck in this, this sort of Tokyo-inspired uh, I think I've, yeah, I've, I don't want them to make a sequel. I'm terrified of what would happen if they, mm. if they made a sequel on the next Xbox. I guess I... Would you like it to be multiplayer? Well, I would like the option to... To dungeon to go into dungeons with other people. Right. Yes. Okay. I, I think and in the game. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think you should. Uh, if you've got more than one object, you should be able to take that into a multiplayer dungeon. And if you die in there, you lose the objects and stuff like that. But basically, it would group. It would give you a dungeon, and four humans will go in, four orcs, four elves, or whatever, and you basically compete against each other in order okay. to get something. You can have that one for free, Bethesda. And I say free, I actually want royalties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I, I mean I don't want it to. I, I, I wouldn't want it to be uh, persistent, uh, massively multiplayer. No, no, no. Again, no. I don't know. It's interesting. I, 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 I guess the reason I have a problem answering that question is because it's so. I, the reason I'm having to give it up is because I find it so um, compulsive, and I would not personally want to have to attempt to design or change a game like that. As far as what we wouldn't want them to change, I guess the answer no, is don't go change. Don't change a thing. <laughs> Uh, okay, sorry, I've got lads here. Hi team, uh, says Bastian, and possible super special guest. Did you try the iPad version of Aquaria? It's been, it's been impressing me all weekend. Great stuff. You're the uh, iPad expert, Simon? Yeah, no, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, and care to talk about Skyrim some more, thanks. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, we did get one uh, long letter from Ben Hall. Uh, who contributes frequently. Thanks, Ben. He says, Hello, team, plus super special guest. Um, I was listening to former and possible future contributor Derek Williams and current contributor Duncan Timothy's podcast last week. Seems a little unfaithful. It does. It does. <laughs> it's his <laughs> choice, I suppose. Uh, do what you want with your time. Yeah. Try to listen to that. Um, aside from the really stupid idea of never scoring their reviews, so I don't know if they actually like the movie they watched or not, they said something that I thought would interest you. Derek said that Kira Knightley reminded him a lot of News Fox and Scantleberry. Did he? Really? What sort of podcast is this? This is one where Derek Williams just thumbs through pictures of famous ladies and, <laughs> and says which ones remind him of Anne Scantleberry for an hour. Um, 
Ben continues. Now, I'm not sure if the gorgeous superfit constantly in FHM's top 100 sexiest women list babe would appreciate being linked with Kira. Boom. Oh. But I thought you should know, he says. It also got me thinking about the long-mooted One Life Left biopic that Duncan Jones was down to direct before he passed on to Sam Raimi, who then passed to the guy who directed Tron. Have you finalised who is going to play the rest of Team OLL? I know Bob Hoskins is down to be odds on Odeon. Mila Djokovic is just about rush enough to be Daria, but who will play Steve and Siren? Cheerio, Ben. Good question. Simon, do you have any thoughts? Yes. Really? Yeah. Are, they, are they they happy thoughts? <laughs> Most of the Skyrim thoughts. Yeah, I don't know who would play. Um, I think Simon Adam Sandler would play you. Right. Yeah. I think he's more of a Christopher Walken type. Right, and who would play you? Hmm. Maybe L- Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could write in, listeners. Now, uh, yeah, thank you very much for your letters this week. Uh, good to hear from you. Next week, we have savvy gamer Louis Proctor on the show. Whoa. Really? Uh, you know, he... We are going to save a fortune. We're going to save you a fortune, listeners. So, if you have got any requests or... Uh, you're out of ins- You know, you're wondering what to buy that difficult relative or friend or whatever... Um, and you want to know the best place to get them, uh, write in. Uh, if you've got any questions for Louis or us, email team at onelifeleft.com. Hey, Simon. What? Guess who's back? Yes, your friendly free market economist is back once more to brighten up the festive season with his own brand of seasonal persiflage. Or moan about customers. One of the two. It's now time to get out the DS and Wii games that I've been hoarding all year. So those consoles are for kids, and obviously Christmas is a very child-centric time. It certainly is the season to be jolly when Mario Galaxy shoots up to £20 once more. But what will be the Christmas number one in the game's charts is the exciting thing. Of course, I'll be going on a proper sensible chart from where I sell most of my games. None of this piffle and poffy cock that is the official game's charts. I'm quite positive it's all made up. The current two top contenders for the spot are Modern Warfare 3 and Just Dance 3, the latter which will undoubtedly be bothering the upper regions of the charts for at least another year if the first two are anything to go by. In case you're wondering where Zomba is, it's not disappeared. It's currently at number 11 and is actually clawing its way back up the charts. Despite the 3DS seemingly selling pretty well, there's only one of its games in the chart the ever-bankable Mario. There isn't another inside the top 20. Oh, and thanks to Daria for doing a splendid job of looking after the chart segment whilst I've been away. The command market economy feature was getting really good there. I hope my return hasn't spoiled things for all those fans of her pronunciation of rage. Maybe whatever feature she will be producing from now on will be filled with the aforementioned... One final thing, here's something for your Christmas list. One Life Left presents music play games by two. That's T-double-O because it's such an incredibly brilliant and clever thing, no one's ever thought of that before. It's too early to mid-December all being well. 13 tracks of brilliant gaming-related tunes, pretty much all unique to the compilation. I'll let you know when the release date is finalised, which will hopefully be very soon. Check the One Life Left blog for more details. I'm Derek Williams, and I hope you've enjoyed the return of my free market economy. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Pete, do you fancy Derek versus Daria at the Fight Club on Friday? That would be, we, I think we've got a spot for a rival match, actually, so uh, let's, get it, let's get it on. <laughs> 
Magnificent. Uh, Derek was telling the truth, though, about the CD. Whoa, so, um, that's the sequel to the, um... One Life Left Music to Play Games by. Which was released a couple of years ago, was it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and Derek is, is thoroughly recommended. And he's been hard at work on a, on oh, a sequel. Thanks, Derek. It's not, um, all music that you would hear on the show, necessarily. It's, uh, because we play, we sort of focus on chiptune. And Derek's also we don't have the copyright <laughs> to repackage the music. Derek's gone, uh, wider looking for, uh, looking for music for this CD. And he's found artists who produce works influenced by video games. Influenced by us. Quite diverse. Influenced... <laughs> by your favourite video game show, One Life Left. One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, and this is Sabre Pulse and Knife City. I should have said, I should have said that earlier in the show, you heard from Pixels Born. That's a core DS10 track by... Snilled Dolkow. Snilled Dolkow, let's say. Uh, that's from 8-Bit Collective. 8BC.org. Where does that name come from, then, Snilled Dolkow? I don't know. I think he might be a foreign... Uh, it's nothing backwards, is it? Walk, walk, lod, uh, One Life Left is a radio show about video games. We play chiptune music, and sometimes we look at the names of those talented artists and try and work out anagrams based on their names. Try and read their names out backwards. Yes. Sometimes we fail. We have done this time. We're going to try and play some music next year, aren't we? Maybe. Us. Us. Well, we were going to do it on the 19th, you and I. Uh, but we found out we might not have a show on the 19th of mm. December, so we're going to try and bring it forward. Might be on the 12th. Might be our musical. It's going to be good. If we can pull it off, yeah. It's going to be we'll something special. You are, are you here on the 12th, Anne? Yeah, it's my last day oh, in the country. Excellent. Right, so your last day in the country, last show of the year, potentially, we could be doing something pretty musical. Well, should I bring my tambourine? No. Oh. Bring your recorder. <laughs> <laughs> be serious. 
And that's not all the uh, sort of exciting future plans we have. We talked about Olcon on the show last year, last week, didn't we? Yeah, it's going to rival um, Minecon. Um, and well, that was the inspiration, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, and really? Gamescom is going to uh, rival and E3. specifically the Eurogamer Expo. Yeah, which st- which apparently started as a room, as a, something in a pub. So we're going to start in a pub as well. We are. And then... And we're going to stay time. in a pub. Yeah, we won't forget our roots. We won't sell out. We're going to remain true to them. And, yeah. uh, and we're going to have all kinds of things there, aren't we? We just don't know what any of them are when, yet. What month is it in? January? January, probably. Probably. Well, it could be. We haven't decided on a date yet. Guess it depends when our listeners can make it, both of them. Guys, can you <laughs> just write in and say when you're available? Yeah, yeah. Just... And, and then we'll try and figure something out. Pete, you'll come along to Alcon, won't you? If it's in a pub, yeah. Yes. And you can fight people there as well if you want. Do you, oh, do you wow. want to be a gold sponsor? Me oh. personally. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. How much do I have to front? <laughs> Five are enough? Well, it's more than enough. No, gold, yeah. a gold sponsor is 20 quid. 20 quid? <laughs> yeah. What does that get you, Anne? Um, that gets you um, branding on all of our marketing materials. You've done this before. Yeah, <laughs> and also... You can you write your name on Anne's face. <laughs> For £20. Pounds. <laughs> yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and for 25, Steve and I will throw our faces in as well. <laughs> yes. Well, what about our chests? I don't mean about the sponsorship, I just want yeah, this to nice, be <laughs> <laughs> some reviews I think get back to the video games uh, Simon hi what have you been playing well, this week after last week's Tales of the Abyss uh, on 3DS we've been playing another 3DS game because uh, that's one of yours Pete isn't it yes it is yeah, uh, yeah one's there. I've been playing another one I've, so I've been playing Mario uh, well, I was kind of not sure if it's official name it's like 3D Mario on the 3DS right. Super Mario the, so the, 3D Land it's like the Mario you get if you go into a game shop and you go have you got the new Mario in 3D yeah then they'll give you that Probably. <laughs> um, oh, it's so good. Is it? Yeah, it really is. is. It? I know that um, you were wondering, Steve, whether that's that sort of behaviour, like Mario platforming, jumping on heads, that sort of stuff, was still appropriate in this day and age. You know, when we, when we appear to have moved on. I've just seen it all before. Well, but not in 3Ds. Yeah, true. It's really lovely. Yeah, it's... Um, it's, I mean, I didn't get on with any of the Mario Galaxies. Really? Um, no, I that didn't. just shows you're wrong then, right? Wrong, right. Yeah, well, they were on the Wii, and I could find the Wii. I find actual Wii games very difficult to play. Okay, okay. Uh, so it's a format rather than the game um, that put me off. Yeah, it's 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 beautiful. Uh, it's the, the 3D is really lovely. The platforming is it's, it's still inventive, which is surprising so many years on. How is that possible? I, I mean, what? Uh, they appear to have um, just, like, thrown in... Gimmicks that last one level only that you don't see again. I'm, I'm sort of midway through the um, the main game, which is eight worlds of between five and six levels each. I understand once you clear that, you then get like a secret world of eight worlds, which seems odd Spoilers. to sort of do it like that. I okay. see. But um, yeah, it's brilliant. And then each level's got um, three stars that you can find in it. I don't know what happens if you find all the three stars and stuff like that. It's fun. The, the platforming is just just lovely. Um, it sounds super great. I just really find it good. hard to get excited about something. Well, like I'm yeah, you should be. And I'm giving you reason. Yeah, try okay. it out. You won't be disappointed. Now I'm excited. Uh, yeah, all right. good. I can see it on your little face. <laughs> Seven out of ten. Am. Um, I've been playing Garage Inc. on the iPhone as recommended by Dr. Avatar. Um, 
Not sure to trust your recommendations, Doctor Avatar. I just don't really like this kind of game. So uh, it's set in Prohibition America. You own a garage. One of your cousins is cousins or brothers or something uh, is in with the mob, and you're in trouble. He's in trouble, and you've got to pay the mob back for him. So you've got to make money, and yeah. So basically, it's just you've got your garage and you've got your bays and different cars come in, <clears throat> and you've got to. It's basically just organising the cars. Make the man go stand there. Make him check the car. Make the car go to the bay. Make the man fix the car, and then you get more bays. So you have to organise more things and more people. And I, I don't know if I enjoyed it. I found it very satisfying to complete it and go. Yep, yeah, definitely organised them all into the right bays and got them through. Made made a bit of money. The the thing that lifts this game is you uh, have little mini games in it where you. Uh, so the mob ask you to do some some jobs on their cars. So you have to um, cope the doors with metal or something. Um, yeah, so that's a bit different, and that's quite fun. But yeah. Really Sorry, Doctor. Seems strange to, to to set a game in Prohibition era America and not have it all about speakeasies. Yeah. Oh no, speakeasies do come into it. Oh, thank goodness. People who own speakeasies and there's um. Can you own grog? One? Uh, not you to where I've got. One Maybe up you below your garage. Up below my garage. Wait, yeah. No, you won't. Oh, never mind. No, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. So, mm, it was okay, but I don't really like that kind of game, so I will give it 7 out of 10. So do you think that you and Dr. Avatar would get on, like, romantically? I, um, on I don't evidence? know. I did like the last game that he mm. suggested. He should have stopped there, That actually. reminds me of what happened at your party. Oh, yes. Come back to that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, Pete, have <laughs> you been playing a game? Uh, I have. Unfortunately, I've been playing the same game since 8.33pm on the 11th of November. Whoa! That was when I finished Dark Souls. Must be good. Uh, you finished Dark Souls, yeah, did you? I called it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I called it. I wrote the time down on a piece of paper, and it's now on top of my Xbox. But uh, That's uh, amazing. That's great. It's not really. But <laughs> so you've certainly done better than myself or Steve. Oh, I thought you meant a piece of paper on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't write. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Skyrim. Oh, I tried so hard. <laughs> I went so, cold turkey for a week, so this section could be Skyrim no. free. So what is? Can you explain for those listeners <laughs> who don't know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. sighs> yeah, it's a space age RPG. Um, lots of lasers, and um, yeah, it's really good. You should try it. Seven out of ten. Right. So, what are you? What character class are you playing in Skyrim? I am a kind of thief slash assassin slash all. Round bastard. And which which American <laughs> oh. Idol contestant is that modelled on? Um, I think it's modelled less on a contestant and more on a judge. Oh, does he still do And how is being an all-round bar steward working out for you? Um, very well, actually. Right. I, I'm, I'm never short of cash. Good. And I'm never short of other people's baskets and jugs, which okay. is nice as well. <laughs> Whoa. Um, <laughs> That's, that's fine now. Okay. Have you been watching X Factor, the American one? No, not it's no. Really, is it good. really good. It's really Maybe good. I'll Astro. D, when you've been watching that, okay. what have you been playing? When I have not been watching Team Astro, tear it up on okay. American X Factor. Well, Astro, Team Astro, back him up. I'm in Team Astro. I've been watching um, Halo. Ah, right. Did you talk about this last week? No, you didn't talk about Skyrim. 
Did I talk about it last week? Because I have yeah, talked about it with you. you did talk about it last week. Have you played any other games, Steve, apart from Skyrim and Halo? Oh, you were all excited as well, because you were not going to talk about Skyrim, and now it turns out that we're, we're merging into the Halo show. <laughs> this is a disaster, it isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I don't think I have either. I think I've just played that, the one we don't talk about, except for we did, and, oh. and Halo. Oh, my goodness. Mm. I'm so sorry. I've let everyone down. All right. It's a good job I haven't let everyone down by preparing a roster of features this week <laughs> that has blown people away, and it's only going to get better. Listen to this. First time I kissed. Eight out of ten. Another job missed. Eight out of ten. Had it in my size. Eight out of ten. Childhood pet dies. Eight out of ten. No traffic on the M1. Eight out of ten. Shot with my own gun. Eight out of ten. Love at first sight. Eight out of ten. Infected tick bite. Eight out of ten. But take me to the brink. Uncharted free. My life would upset Cliff Blazinski. No shades of grey. No seven or nine. Eight always suits me just fine. The first time she said I love you. To the time I stepped in a dog poo There's no ecstasy, no strife When Eurogamer rates my life But 8 out of 10 8 out of 10 Summer vacation 8 out of 10 Head lice infestation 8 out of 10 Unexpected cash 8 out of 10 Near fatal car crash 8 out of 10 a lottery win, eight out of ten. Approaching shark fin, eight out of ten. They say he'll cooperate, eight out of ten. We're gonna have to operate, eight out of ten. Call of Duty Gears and kill some three, and even Mario Kart in 3D. Hedge your bets, eighty percent. The number eight is heaven sent. Why plumb the depths? Why soar? Why use a ten, a five, or a four? There's no ecstasy, no strife When Eurogamer rates my life An 8 out of 10 8 out of 10 8 out of 10 It's the new 7 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 8 out of 10 Do you inverts? One life left exclusive. The new seven. This <laughs> <laughs> is how we always end this. Song's so good it crashed the show. Yeah. That's good. Good to see them back. Are they going to be playing at Old Con? I'm sure. I'm sure he will. If we can get uh, his appearance fee right. I mean, I Off suppose our that's. Gold sponsors. Yes, quite. So, uh, Namco, actually, you could. Uh, you've still got games coming out, Namco, haven't you? So maybe the sales of those could uh, could fund your gold sponsorship. No, I don't think it's Namco. It's going to be me sponsoring it personally. Okay. I, oh. I don't see any of that money. Oh, Namco are going for a so. platinum sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, nice. Platinum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys are still working, aren't you? Uh, we are, yeah. You've got, like, unusually still got games coming out this year. We do, yeah. What's, what's next from you guys? Well, we just launched Ben 10 Galactic 
racing on Friday. Right. And then next Friday we have... This Friday, do you mean? Sorry, this Friday. Coming yeah, Friday. Yeah, 2nd Friday. of December. Right. Yeah. Um, Power Rangers Samurai on Wii and DS and Ace Combat Assault Horizon Legacy on 3DS. And Tales of the Abyss. Tales of the Abyss was last Friday. Oh, was it? Right, yeah. okay. Blimey, so that's unusual for the for, uh, games still to be coming out just before Christmas, isn't it? I, th- I think we did it last year did as you? well, yeah. Right. I, I don't know if we do it every year. I was a big fan of Ace Combat on uh, Xbox 360. How's the was 3DS that, version? Was that Make Metal Bleed? Yes! Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I loved Making Metal Bleed. <laughs> How, um, how's the 3DS version? Uh, the 3DS version is looking very nice as well, yeah. Cool. So, it's uh, yeah out on Friday. So. <laughs> and once that's done, feet up? Feet up, uh, kind of, except it's Fight Club on Saturday, right. and then we have a, a big preview event for Ridge Racer Unbounded on the following Friday, so it's not really feet up. Uh, just <laughs> busy, 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 isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah, oh, yeah, we like making work for ourselves. Are you this busy, Simon? No, no. Okay, <laughs> I'm definitely not. No, I'm pretty busy. Uh, that's good. So, Anne, um, yeah. you had a good time at the party. Yes, it was wonderful. Right. Mm. Who did you see there? So, Who did you see? Quite Who? a lot of people there. I was there. Good turnout, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, was it was there. a very good turnout. What? I was there. I was there. I was the first to arrive last last to leave. As always, yeah. ever dependable. Yes. Yeah. And there were some other people who came and went, didn't they? Yeah. Like you said, no, Ch- Charles. Charles was there, wasn't he? He, yeah. he came and he left, and, then, and and I, you know, I saw that happen because I was the first to arrive last to leave. Right, you were checking him in, checking him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan yeah, Smith, as we mentioned, as we mentioned, yeah. as we mentioned. Who else was there? It's another OBE one, it was. Was it OBE or MBE? Whichever. Or whatever. Oh, uh, Miles. Miles. Miles was there. Foot, uh, football manager Miles. Miles. Miles came around. I think he arrived about 9pm. We went to his birthday party, didn't we? We did. Yeah. So, yeah. so it was only right th- that was a nice right thing, thing to come to mind. And, and I um, remember at his birthday... Uh, we arrived together. We did, didn't and we? we all left together. I mean, that's, 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 that's what we that's did. How team. We should be a team. Team all. And, uh, and uh, as I said, at your birthday, yeah. I arrived right. alone, yeah. left right. alone. Yeah. Managed to watch everyone who'd arrived leave yeah. with whoever they chose to leave Interesting. with. Interesting. Anne. <laughs> how, did you, how did you get home? Get home it's just out of interest. I got a taxi with Miles. What? Because he works next to my house. Oh, he does not. He's, you fell for that too. Oh, he said that to oh, us before. He's such a gentleman. He even walked me home. He's such a gentleman. Oh, did he? <laughs> oh, I was really thirsty by the end of it. Like, Do you know, actually, I'm quite tired. I don't suppose you've got oh. any coffee, have you, Anne? <laughs> by the way, I love puppies. If you've got any you want to show me. I only have a cat, Simon. I only have a cat. <sighs> so how did... Um, so he, so he works next to you. So then why was he getting the taxi back to his work? Because he left his car there. Oh. <laughs> and then he decided to walk you back to yours. Yes. How, so how did you say goodbye to him? I said, okay, see ya. Did you? And was there any sort of awkwardness? No. How, how, where were his hands? <laughs> were they by his side? Do you know what? Do you know what I heard? What did you hear? I heard Anne <laughs> saying that she was going to bake for him. <laughs> That is true. That is true. That happened. Well, you can't blame the lad for trying then, can you? Oh, Miles is so nice. But of course he is. He wants to come back to your house. He successfully (laughs) did come back. Wow. Yeah, he just went back to the office though. I didn't even know you baked. She doesn't. She doesn't even live there. (laughs) 
Well, interesting. So if you're uh, if you make video games and you want to go back to, <laughs> if you want to give Anne a lift back, simply set up office. Where is it? Sort of old street way, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. What can um, what can the championship manager people do to better that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you've got a suggestion? Do write in. Right, it's almost time to wrap up the show, isn't it, Pete? We've got about a minute left. Well, we can wrap up then. Pete, thank you ever so much for coming in. Thank you for having me on. I'll see you on Friday. Maybe these guys uh, will see you Friday. Good luck with the uh, with the games out and stuff. Thanks a lot. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome back. Official Fots now. Fots. Official Fots. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Friend of the show. You should Thanks. put it on your business cards. I will. Please do. Mm. <laughs> oh, secret handshake as well. We teach you that. Oh, after yeah. The show. Which is better than it uses two hands. The rock, paper, shotgun. <laughs> handshake only <laughs> uses one. <laughs> two, two hands and a body part. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. Welcome back anytime. Good luck with the games. Next week we've got uh, Savvy Game is Louis Proctor. Uh, so you have to write in and ask how. Who to buy presents for what and the Yeah, cheapest. what would you like to save? How would you save one life left? There's a lot of saving yeah, to do. Exactly. So, that's it. Good, right, thanks. Uh, <laughs> we will see you next week. We've been One Life Left. Goodbye! Goodbye! Goodbye!